This episode of The Only Podcast About Movies was recorded epically differently. That's right. This is our first live show from New York City uh, at the QED Space in Astoria, where we talk about all sorts of lovely things with lovely guests and lovely crowds. So please forgive us for any audio anomalies or echoes, or we even play a clip or two for the crowd, which obviously you won't be able to see, but you here didn't care, so we did it anyway. With that in mind, please have a happy Halloween. And enjoy the show. (laughs) Jason Voorhees is dead. All right. What is up, QED? Hello and welcome to the only podcast about movies. Uh, Specifically... The Horse for Gore episode, an intellectual uh, discussion about all things that scare the shit out of us. My name is Matthew Kroll. And my name is Shahir Dowd. And this, this is this is special. This is where we're going off. We're going off script as I hold one. People at home can't see it. They can hear it, though. Uh, we're going to be talking about all sorts of... We're doing the movie horror. We, we just, just th- the There's a movie called horror? There's a movie called horror, that's, and that's what we're doing. Oh, like, that's... It's one long... 365-hour movie or something like that. Well, I don't want to do that alone, Shahir. <laughs> so we brought special guests. We're very excited to have returning guests with us, Patrick and Francesca from Yay! Last Night. What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. You know, you. most of you came to see them instead of us, but we're that not That is true. We're totally fine with that. Our marriage is like a 365 horror movie. What? Fucking, Wait, why? Because of the nudity. Scary. Oh, because of the, the breakaway pants we were discussing <laughs> the before the. Pants. Yes, okay. The gratuitous sex scenes, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Every day I'm like, there's a white man in my house. Who is that? I'm fucking terrified. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's my husband. I wake up and I go, have you seen Get Out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like a reverse Get Out. Come in, get in. Your wedding would have been awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Or, no, the best wedding. It was super, it was awkward. (laughs) Uh, No, thank you uh, so much. You uh, both were on our episode uh, previously, Alien Covenant. Yes. Which is is where we first met. (laughs) Our first date. It was wonderful. Uh, and we found out, uh, Patrick, in particular, your penchant for for horror films and how you meaning uh, meaning my tolerance for horror. He films. loves I, really he, bad horror watch, movies. I can watch any any horror movie, no matter how bad. I've seen everything that was in this. Also, <laughs> Shahir, kudos to you. You made a movie out of other movies. That's, Ooh. Whoa. That's, I, I don't think that's I'm ever in, been done. I'm incapable of making my own movies. <laughs> so what I do is I steal other people's work. And I need to try that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, Shahir cut together a lovely offer. Uh, for those of you who aren't lucky enough to be here with us, one more time, everybody, just I want to hear some people actually here. Uh, so if listeners, listeners at home, if you are not any of these fine, beautiful, incredibly attractive people in our live audience, uh, Shahir showed a video that you'll never see that he cut together very skillfully. We can put it on the we can never, it on Twitter. Uh, oh, fine. Um, yeah, we can put it on Twitter. Okay, well, all right, we will. And we can basically say, look at what you missed out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, Shahir, you, I'm holding this outline here. Yeah. Uh, You you and I, you and I created a lovely outline for the show. Yeah, Uh, we should stick to it. Let's stick to it. We've already gone off track. We went way off track. (laughs) But what we wanted to do in this episode is I have noticed that, obviously it's Halloween. I didn't just notice that. That is a fact and we all know about it. Um, <laughs> but but we wanted to talk about horror movies in general, not just one specific horror movie. If, you're, if you've listened to our podcast, you know we've done 
horror movies over the years. Uh, I think probably the last thing we did was It, which yes. we talked about uh, a couple times. And you just re rewatched that. I have you? seen it. I have seen It twice. <laughs> Spoiler, <laughs> alert. Spoiler alert. You liked the movie. I didn't. I, then, I is didn't. this the remake? The remake, the yes. Remake. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen the remake. Okay. No. Nope. That's okay. I, I would say see it. Apparently Cher would say don't. I, don't. I would say don't. I yeah. would say don't. And I would, and what I wanted to talk about a little bit was what actually makes us scared at the movies. Because I have found as I've gotten older and a little bit longer in the tooth, I am no longer scared at the movies. But when I was a little kid, I would be, if I, if I watched a horror movie, um, I would be terrified to walk between the living room and my bedroom if the lights weren't on afterwards. And my favorite one, uh, and these are, we're gonna be doing a lot of personal stories here, uh, was when I watched Jaws. Great. Watch out, Moth, we're yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I watched this. Jaws as a little kid, I must have been seven or eight years old or something like that, I was so afraid of the water after that that I didn't want to go to the toilet. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, this is where you told me this story backwards. Finish your story and then I'll tell you how I heard it the first time right. and it made no sense. Well, because I was just worried that like a shark would jump out and like grab my little dingling. Like, <laughs> but this is how the story was told to me. It had nothing to do with the bathroom. It was I went and saw Jaws and I was scared that a shark would bite my dick off. <laughs> and there was that toilet part of that story is very crucial because otherwise I'm like, why would the shark it be? It was an awkward couple of weeks okay. after that when I had to get over that. Okay. Fear. Yeah, sure. I was hoping you were outside. I was hoping you were gonna say that you needed the Jaws theme to like take a shit. <laughs> oh my god. I wanna I wanna hear your parents' version of that story. Yeah, also, <laughs> the yeah. phase that you went through when you were seven or eight and yeah. saw Jaws. It's uh, a lot messier than what I just described. <laughs> Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Dad, please write in into onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com and tell us exactly what Shahir had to do to get over his fears of his uh, of his little dingling getting, <laughs> getting ripped off by a toilet shark. Stop calling it a dingling. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, all, we're all adults. <laughs> yeah, and also you dropped, the, you said the word dick at dinner before this like 9,000 times and that's now true, all of a sudden true. it's dingling. Basically everything I do is about dicks in some way and that's maybe Jaws is where it all began. Oh, oh. Mm. Dun, dun. Okay. Dun, all right. Dun. There's a fellatio joke in there somewhere. But before we get started, uh, obviously, yes, if you uh, have an opinion about horror movies, if you have anything to say about horror movies, please write us in at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, for our listeners in the room, you can also tweet us. Maybe do it while we're talking to you. Tweet us at OnlyMoviePod. Yes, yeah, stop paying attention to us yeah. and tweet at us. We know the show's going really badly if we all stop to like... There's just glows on all of your faces. <laughs> um... But I wanted to, okay, so let's, let's do some fundamental work here. Let's think about, and when I mean work, I mean have some fun. Uh, <laughs> you are such a teacher. I yeah. <laughs> oh, Shahir has taught film school. If no one, if no one hasn't heard this yet. I yes. get those There's a syllabus, you guys. <laughs> cuffs on my, uh, on my elbows. Um, okay, a syllabus of horror film. What is a horror movie? Any... I mean, do you guys have any thoughts on this before I kind of like... Before you tell us what's correct? Before I tell you that you're all wrong? <laughs> before you give us the right Let's answer. go down the line. Let's get Patrick, what do you think? Oh, man. To me, I, I think horror is anything that, uh, that, will, that, will get your, that will get your heart racing. Anything that will keep you up at night. Anything that you can imagine. And, and now horror, as I get older, put it this way, is like... What happens if my washer and dryer breaks? Right? Yeah. <laughs> what happens if, like, this client doesn't call me back? Uh -huh. It gets sadder and sadder, which is why horror is for is for the youthful, 
Yeah. Ah. And 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 why you have to scare the shit out of yourself as young as possible so that you can carry that with you for the rest of your life. Wow, wow. that was like, like really that. deep, baby. That's, That's deep. great. I'm just gonna toss out my syllabus now. Yeah, well, this is done. <laughs> this is Francesca. Oh man, I don't know if I can beat that. I would say for me, horror is seeing all the things on screen that I have like never want to actually see in real right. life. Yeah. Um, and I, most of the time I'm such a big baby. Like I spend most horror movies squealing and like covering my eyes. So yeah, most yeah. of the scariest stuff I haven't actually experienced. Cause Is I'm this enclosing. why Patrick watches so many horror movies with you? Um, no, I mean, I'm usually there. Like if I like it or not, he's going to watch them, but I am just They're like. just always on in the background. You remember that scene in uh, American Psycho where yeah. he's doing the push-ups? That's me. <laughs> with, with Phil Collins playing? <laughs> Right, like Chainsaw Massacre is playing in the background. He's like, I can do a thousand now. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I guess maybe in some way horror is about making you feel alive by showing you all of this really scary stuff that reminds you, oh shit, I'm still here. Yeah. Um, oh, I like that. that yeah. yeah. You, so you took mine and made it far more eloquent. I tried. Uh, <laughs> I guess just even sort of piggybacking off that horror well, I, I'll go a little bit more technical. Horror, obviously, like, you know, genre, as we talk about in films, is obviously like, you know, the the drama, the Western, the whatever. Well, the Western's kind of, you know, whatever. My point is, uh, it's now sort of becoming a little bit uh, more synergistic with, with other with other styles of film. In particular, I was just uh, re-watching um, uh, the film Hot Fuzz, and they shoot all of the scenes where people die in that film as if it is a horror movie. Like the rest is pure action or playing, doing uh, homages off of other things. Yeah. That is sort of just taking a genre and doing it for certain scenes. Um, so I they're, find, they're riffing on the Wicker Man. In, sure, but but the, right? but also the way that they're, it's just, you can sort of see the different genres that they're pulling from. I mean, even if they are riffing from from different films, I mean, Bad Boys, doing shooting the break. gun in the yeah, air, Point Break. break. Yeah. Um, and also I think horror um, is one of the genres that uh, you can... It always has something other than the violence to say, even if it's not done correctly, but there's societal norms or, or forces that actually I feel like all film is like that. But I feel like horror is so, is so visceral that like it's it's intensifies that in a certain way. OK, so now Shahir, <laughs> tell us how we're all wrong. And actually, top you guys are completely 100 percent correct. And yes, in, in, in terms of the first thing, uh, I'm going to go in backwards reverse order here. Backwards, reverse, which is forward again. Yep, but, uh, you, could, uh, you caught it. But Matt, your point is that horror is is almost, it's not impossible to pin down, but it's very difficult to pin down because, because you can have a true crime film like The Silence of the Lambs, or not a true crime film, but a crime film like Silence of the Lambs. True crime. Well, it's based on a lot of true crimes, um, but is a horror movie ostensibly. You know, like even a film like uh, No Country for Old Men, I think has a lot of horror in it. So it's difficult to like pin down exactly what a horror film is. But I think for me, it comes down to two things, which you guys all touched on, uh, which is one, it, horror is a genre that is supposed to evoke a physiological response. So it's supposed to make you feel fear. It's supposed to get your heartbeat going. It's supposed to evoke that sense of uneasiness, which I think- Make is you what, feel alive, which yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. which is what Francesca mm -hmm. said. The other thing that I think, the reason why horror is effective and interesting is that it offers us the ability to be transgressive as a society. We can see things in a horror movie that we don't want to see in real life. We can experience things in horror movies that we don't have to experience in real life. So for me, 
although I think the definition of horror is, is tricky and it's fluid and it's all over the place, I think being transgressive and evoking a physiological response is, is the best I could pin it down to. So, okay, if this was a classroom <laughs> and you had to grade us all, yeah. Yeah. Give us our grades now for what group test? No. No, no. No. We don't know who won. Yeah. I want to know who won. No. I think Francesca nailed it. Yes, I actually do too. Thank you. Yes. All right. But enough of all that. Yes, this is not a class. And what I wanted to do was, like I said at the beginning, talk about our experiences with horror movies and the way in which horror shaped our the way we see the world. So what I what we're all going to be doing is showing you, telling you a story um, about the way we saw a horror film, and then show you that clip. Um, and I want I'm going to go first. So uh, a little backstory. I'm from. I was born in Fiji. Um, and there's this movie about sharks. And there's a movie about <laughs> sharks, which, if you think about it, it's much more terrifying in Fiji to watch Jaws than anywhere else because there's more likely to be a shark around. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll buy that. Yeah. Or a shark is swimming in the sores. hundred percent. Up to the toilet. To, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Um, so the first clip I wanted to talk about, or show you, or not show you, as it's gonna as it's gonna turn out, is uh, is a film that my brother and sister would watch repeatedly. So in Fiji, it uh, <laughs> we didn't have TV. What we would have, and this is making it sound like a, a, a third world country banana republic immediately, is that is that we would have taped television from New Zealand that some like one person had a satellite TV and that person would tape everything and then put it up in a video store which you could rent. Yeah, and you would that's awesome. <laughs> and that's the way the entire communities would like get movies and you would get like bundles of movies. So like on one tape there would be three movies that Oftentimes had no rhyme or reason for being together. That was my question. Were they were they like actually like themed? Did someone take care or was it literally just a mishmash? It was just a mishmash. But occasionally, occasionally you might get like the horror tape or something like that. And and there was one film that my brother and sister would watch uh, a lot because they loved it and they were much older than me. I was the youngest, and and they knew I would get terrified when I was watching it. So so rather than have to like look after me while I was watching the movie, they would put me in the next room. And, you know, like I said, tell me to go to sleep. The problem is in Fiji, and maybe in a lot of places, the walls are paper thin. So, <laughs> rather than see the movie, I would have to listen to it. Which, it in the dark, worse. <laughs> in the dark, yeah. as, as like a seven or eight-year-old, imagining what was going on on screen. And that, for me, shaped a lot of why I think horror works. And I want to play you a clip from that particular movie, uh, without the pictures. Which is amazing because, uh, so all the rest of us have visual clips uh, uh, and, and obviously when you do these things and there's an audio audience later on, you never get to see what's going on. This is going to be the only clip of the night for you listeners at home because you no one here sees anything. <laughs> and so you're not going to tell us what the movie is first though? I'm not going to tell you what okay. the movie is first. Okay. Alright. Completely in the dark. Should we close our eyes? Where's it coming from? Over there? No, it's behind us. I told you you couldn't trust this fog. It's under the fog. He's saying it's right here with us. Uh, uh, uh. 
Packing up, Andy. Yeah. Real It sounds kind of like a Looney Tunes cartoon. It sounds <laughs> a little bit old. That's like, that's like five horror movies played at the same time. But imagine uh, being a little kid in a room and just hearing that, what we just... Sounds like we, a guy with like really bad indigestion. There's yeah. like spl- it's like, oh, oh and like splats. And it's, like, it's like, yeah, I, I was going to say like a poor knockoff Jurassic Park, but it could be like a yeah. prequel starring Dennis Nedry and his, his digestive problem. What movie is that? <laughs> I'm going to show you just a shortened version of that film now, just with... With the sound. Uh, is it is you it the same the clip though? Because I want to know if I got it right. What I was imagining. What? Okay. Well, let's take, let's take, let's take it over and under on this. Like, what were you imagining? What 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 was happening in that? Scene? I mean, I could I, I don't know if I could give it to you step by step, but I was imagining a fog with things launching out of it, sucking people into it. There was a chase scene at some point. Did someone yell my baby? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like <laughs> a lot a lot happened there, but I was just sort of filling in the blanks. You know, okay. I mean. It, they were anonymous. What characters. were they? What were they running from? Um, Any takers in the order? Listen, something, I, something, they don't know what they were running from. How the fuck am I supposed to know what they were running <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah. Wait, uh, audience, what do we That's think? Good, what do we think? That's a good point. <laughs> Yell it out. Alligator or crocodile? Something. I imagine tentacles in a fog or a, or like a black mist. Okay. All right. Yeah, I would go. I would go some sort of dinosaur or reptile. Dinosaur or alien? I heard alien. Is the, is who is beating who? So the monster, for those of you who can't see it, took a baseball bat from a character and beat the characters with that bat. <laughs> now, for you guys, was it more powerful not seeing what was happening? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. like, seeing I it, so. I was like, this ain't scary. This is ridiculous. <laughs> like, so Silver Bullet is about a werewolf that's stalking a small town. It's based on a Stephen King story. Uh, and it's about uh, a werewolf. It's basically like a, a, your, your, your sort of typical slasher movie, except with a werewolf. The reason why I wanted to pull that clip up, because I'd completely forgotten about it. A werewolf is, a, is, is potentially a mythological lichen creature with powers unheard of that we, that we don't quite know. I mean, True Blood had a whole thing about it. But in this movie... For a some lot of re- things had a whole thing about it. Not just True Blood. <laughs> Fair, yeah. But in this movie, Let's for some reason... It. True Blood is the status quo. <laughs> I cannot protect you. Suck it. Suck it. Suck it. Um, the werewolf decides to take a baseball bat and hit people over the head with it, which, is, which ends up being a major plot point in the movie, but it is completely ridiculous given a werewolf could rip okay. a person to shreds. Yeah. And so I was kind of just... When I was going back and thinking about it, because I was... Genuinely terrified. I knew that. So, did you ever see it as a kid, or you only heard it, and then did you watch it as an adult? I I mean, I just rewatched it for this episode, and and I don't. I remember like certain snippets of it. I don't, but I think I would have watched it when I was a teenager. Okay. Um, But my first experience of this movie was definitely completely in the dark in my room, 
hearing the whole thing. And I think for me, that evoked or it, it made me understand as I got older, obviously, that horror is in the imagination. Mm. And, and true horror is, is, you know, and this is the, the, the Steven Spielberg theory of Jaws or, what, or anything, any kind of film, the, the, what you don't see is more value, is, has more power than what you do see. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, you don't seem impressed by that. I mean, <laughs> I'm thrown off. He was a werewolf <laughs> fighting with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, it was great. The next scene was him killing it on a basketball court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we've all seen that movie. Gene Wolf. Uh, let's, uh, who, which, which of you would like to go next with your, with your clips? Yeah. Uh, I'll go, okay. I guess. Um, so my clip is from Single White Female. Um, and I saw this movie as a kid. My dad took me to see this movie. Um, and even though I was like nine or 10 and this movie is not relatable, I've never been a single white female. Um, did you take this on title alone? No, no, I just remember being really like, this is a different horror film in the sense that it is very psychological. It's Mm. not about mythological creatures. It's not about aliens. It's not about superpowers. It's just about a really fucked up woman who, starts trying to become her roommate, you know? And there was something about that that was really extra scary because it seems so grounded in reality. Did you ever see Fatal Attraction or The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Yes. Oh my God. That was kind of your... That is totally my jam. Like, I, I don't like, like, gore and scary like that type of scary stuff doesn't really do it for me the more psychological because because there's some part of it that feels like oh this could actually happen to me and then as you get as you get older I'm sure a lot of ladies in the audience have had this where you meet that girl who starts trying to become you and you're (laughs) like oh my god like this is actually really gonna happen um and so I think as a kid I knew that there was like a positive listen it's happened to me I am a very cool girl and lots of people want to be me and lots of people want to kill me so that's how you know you've made it yeah (laughs) you don't even have you have to be like the basic of the most basic and some girl will want to be like you um but yeah, no, this this movie scared the shit out of me. I want, you, right. I want you to tell me specifically what was scary about this scene once we've had a look at it. Okay. You're too needy, you're, you're always clingy, you're constantly in her face. She needs me. Uh, who was there for her when her boss almost raped her? Hmm? What? Who took care of her? You were off on a business trip or screwing someone. She never said a word to me about that. That's right. She told me. I know you want to save face. I won't tell her, okay? Just just pick up the phone and call her and tell her that you're going back to your ex-wife or something. And I won't say a word, okay? Yeah, well, you, you won't have to say a word, sweetheart, because I'm going to tell her myself. No! I think I found the scary part. Uh, so, okay. So if you haven't seen this movie, uh, she's starts living with this girl and, uh, she starts like Jennifer Jason Lee starts trying to become like her. She gets the same haircut. She dyes her hair. She starts like just trying to take over her life. And then she sneaks into her boyfriend's apartment and like has sex with him. Like she comes in and he thinks that it's, his girlfriend, but then it's really her. And then they have like this whole creepy, you know, I think what makes this scene, not just the fact that she 
stabs him in the face with a, a high heel <laughs> is that like she doesn't see herself as crazy like right. that's what's really scary is she's really like no we're really close like yeah. we are we're I take besties. care we're besties I take care of her and you know even when she's like sticks and stones you're like oh no she's gonna kill him now <laughs> like, um, I, I legitimately thought this was like fashion related horror and that's why you picked it like it was just no <laughs> I was like I love that jacket she has on <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just really scary because it, again, it feels so real. Like in the movie doesn't start out. It starts out as like a, you know, um, they're friends living together, like they're buddies and it doesn't feel like it's going to get scary. And I feel like that's what makes it so, so yeah. terrifying. It's, it's a thing that could happen as opposed to a werewolf hitting you with a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> so and that, yes. Yeah. And that scene is really creepy. She does such a good job yeah. of, of just giving you just enough of what's going on on the inside to make you think, okay, this, this person is. I, I'm just impressed she pulled off, off the line rocker. sticks and stones, like convincingly. That's right. a terrible yeah, right. line. <laughs> <laughs> like, she was like, what are you going to do about it? Sticks and huh. stones. Well, she, <laughs> she also sticks has like a lot of. Stilettos, Anthony. She has a lot of sticks trauma. That's it. She was a twin <laughs> and her twin like died. And so she's kind of like stunted in a way. And I feel like that's why she has a little like sticks and stones. Hmm. Like she's kind of like a. She's like a baby in some ways. I don't know. It's yeah, yeah. No, that's unnerving. I got, I knew what was happening, and I was still scared. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Patrick. Okay, so mine. I don't. I don't have a super elaborate story. Um, this movie is. Well, it's, I'll tell you what it is. It's Child's Play, the original. Yeah. I saw this when I was. I don't know how old I was. Maybe six. First horror movie I'd ever seen. First time I knew what it meant to be terrified. Uh, and I saw it with my dad, and we were sitting randomly, don't ask, we had a television set up basically in the backyard. I don't Amazing. know Amazing. But we were, we were there, we were sitting there, and it was dark. It was night. I was up way past my bedtime, um, and this was on for some reason. I have no idea why. Uh, and you it guys didn't rent it. It was just playing on TV. I don't know. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it happened. It could have just popped. The television might not have even been plugged in. <laughs> it was one of those moments. I don't know. All I know is that I was so scared for so long, but I did it with my dad. And that was enough to make me love horror movies and love this franchise specifically. So, okay. the, so it's about the bonding experience. It's about have. the bonding experience. As far as the, the, the terror of the movie, I think... You mentioned, um, Shahir, a moment ago that it's some, somehow cathartic. Mm -hmm. And I think what was great about this was that, is that dolls are never, you never think they're going to come to life. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. And, and I think even at that young age, you know, you, I, I, I understood that. Yeah. Um, but there was something to attach a little fear to. It was and, something and to be like, here's the object of my terror now. And my aunt actually obtained one of these dolls and like had it placed around her house. Right. And I used to spend time over there all the time and it would move and one eye would be open one time and it would be shut the next time I it's saw like it. It's like scary elf on the shelf. It was just, <laughs> it was absolutely terrifying, which I, which I really loved. I cannot, I cannot thank her enough for finding that <laughs> at some yard sale because it, it, it terrified me for, for probably a solid five, ten years afterwards. All right. All right, let's check it out. Let's see if it's still... Still gives you the heebie jeebies. This part is scary. Talk to me. Come on, talk. I said talk to me, damn it! All right. Make you talk. I'm gonna make you talk. Interrogation <laughs> 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 scene. 
said talk to me, damn it, or else I'm gonna throw you in the fire! You stupid bitch, you filthy slut! Did you fuck with me? that is when is when she's looking for the batteries and realizing he's been running doing whatever he does without his power source uh, the rest of that was hilarious because was, <laughs> why is it whenever he comes to life he immediately calls some woman a bitch yeah. like he goes zero to a hundred real quick <laughs> also <laughs> I was always curious with the Chucky franchise how strong is, is he Chucky? Yeah, because he like overpowers her while she's holding him <laughs> up in the air it's like I don't know what he's that, that's a honestly I have a toddler at home and that just looks like an like he just hasn't eaten his like vegetables that day <laughs> like, he doesn't look this, like that, twice a day yeah he doesn't look that overpowered He's, He's also like, a redhead, though. Don't <laughs> underestimate the power of a ginger. I mean, they're evil. He just looks like he needs nap time to me. <laughs> you're, you're too far in. Head. You're too far in, Shahir. Uh, wow. Matt. All right, I'm going to go. you? Uh, well, I'm going to talk about sort of the... Uh, hmm. I have two clips I'm going to decide on the fly. I think I'm going to go with Nightmare on... Or no, uh, yeah, no, is it... I'm trying to... I get these confused all the time. Uh, the Freddy one, Freddy 4. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I always call him Friday the 13th. That's not it. Um, no, so I'm not, a, I'm not uh, you know, all cards on the table. I'm not a huge, uh, huge horror guy. I don't like hunt it out. I don't whatever. But when I see uh, a good one, it always sticks with me. I'm not saying this is a good one. I'm saying <laughs> this one I saw, it must have been, oh God, I must have, I was too young. I was... Uh, five or six or, or something. The only way to see a horror movie. And, and it was one of those things where like, uh, I don't know why, but like my parents were doing something in the other room and uh, they had it like left over in the VCR or something. And I was like, ah, bap, bap, bap. and it was That's not how a VCR was. I didn't, <laughs> says you. When's the last time you used one? Um, and uh, I, I played this movie and I was watching it and I just remember just being completely and utterly terrified. And the scene I'm about to show mixes in a whole bunch of stuff, but also the fear of inanimate objects, but in a different way. Like yours was at least a, um, a human shaped right. thing. Yeah. Uh, this is, yeah, let's just, let's watch it. And that is why I am terrified to have sex in a waterbed. <laughs> That's why they don't even make waterbeds. Uh, fun fact, and I didn't want to put the card before the horse. I was on a waterbed while I watched that because my parents had a waterbed. Oh, no. Uh, and it 
it fucked me up. Like I was not okay for a while because you never, th- I had never once thought about what was inside a waterbed. And, and, and. You shouldn't have to overthink it, right? No, but I did. And, and it's one of those things where, and any strong cinematic experience could do this, but I feel like horror is one of the things that like you can, there's always sort of a very visceral moment in your life. It doesn't matter what silly movie it was, but like, Anytime I see a waterbed, hear someone mention a waterbed, <laughs> see a waterbed like as a joke, I'm always like, Freddie's in the waterbed. Who like, still has a waterbed? I mean, but I'm not saying it comes up a lot, Fred, but it's like, I'm saying. It's like anytime. Like what, what time? Like <laughs> Literally Tuesdays, anytime. I've never seen a waterbed like that, though, where it's actually transparent. I've never seen a clear one. No, this yeah, is, no, and I no, checked. No, it, was no. a, it was a. Uh, uh, it's like navy. A, a black. Yeah. Oh, no, it was a brown bag. And yeah. you couldn't see through it, which kind of made it, it more made, unnerving. It makes it worse, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Because there's no mermaid on the inside, at least beforehand. And then <laughs> uh, whatever. I think I think with all four of those clips, like, again, I think there's the there's a power to like seeing it in your youth and like having an object become the, the focus of your terror or or not knowing what the focus is. Like like something's under the water bed, something's under the bed, something's in the closet. And that's that. I think that's that's what I'm missing now. Like as I've gotten older, childlike terror, childlike <laughs> terror. I know it's, it's true, but it's, it becomes really hard to assign these things because I think what you what you mentioned are, are individual objects, yeah. sometimes people and spaces, right? right? That are that can contain something mysterious and harmful to you. That's how I feel uh, whenever I get mail from the IRS. I'm always like, <laughs> yeah, oh my God, what is in this? Yeah. Why are they still email, like mailing me? It could me? be anything. <laughs> but it's, as you get older, it's harder to say, okay, I'm terrified. I know it's in the closet now. Yeah. I yeah. put it all there. And, and I, think, I pay, I rent the space that is the closet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if, if someone's living in my closet, they should be paying me. Exactly. <laughs> we all do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, so does that sort of bring us into the little bit of... Uh, of sort of since we're since we don't live in this childlike world of wonder and fear, uh, what scares us now? What does scare us now? Like, oh. I mean, we obviously there's real life stuff. The, the world technically scares me right now. Uh, but the but as far as in a in a film, I don't think like I've rewatched Nightmare on Elm Street's Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Halloween's. Uh, the, these things that used to hold so much sway over me right. have none. And even it, 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 it I, I suggest, I know Shahir doesn't, you should see it. It's a, it's a good film. It's basically no. Nightmare on Elm Street kind of updated in a way. Sure. I mean, I mean, with, with the, with a weird, like, uh, mythological being that sure. don't really explain. Which, side note, I have an argument that actually makes it not necessarily a bad guy, but we won't even get into that. Um, <laughs> that where's the terror in it's, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just you, hungry! <laughs> so I'll tell you what, like, so one of the things that, uh, that still kind of scares me, and it's not in that same way where I'm like, uh, you know, afraid of walking in the dark, but, but but I was trying to like quantify and think about like, what is this thing that actually scares me? And there's a movie, uh, obviously the first Omen movie you guys have seen, the Omen, uh, the Richard Donner film. Um, there's a scene at the beginning of that film uh, where the uh, the Damien, the little kid, his nanny is standing out on top. It's a big birthday party. Gregory Pick is there. Um, you know, he's a senator, and all his friends are there. And the nanny climbs out onto the roof of this building, and she and she shouts out to Damien. She's like. Damien, look at me. I'm doing this all for you. And she's got this <gasps> gleeful smile oh, yeah. on her face and then proceeds to throw herself off the building and kill herself. And I think the thing that terrifies me about that, and I don't know why this is, but pathological self-harm. Like the idea of like, like in 
enjoying the idea that you're going to hurt yourself. For some reason, that gives me the heebie-jeebies, which is why we were talking earlier about The Happening, the M. Night Shyamalan movie, which is a yes. terrible <laughs> Don't see it. Terrible it's so movie. bad. Don't. It's, I mean, it's this scary. Mark Wahlberg plays a science teacher. <laughs> That's how terrifying <laughs> But the initial idea, like the whole spoiler alert for The Happening, is that plants are changing our mind. So they... They cause us to want to commit suicide. And they cause, like the opening scene is like a woman whose mid-conversation stops, pulls out her hair, um, uh, chopstick, whatever they put in her hair, and she like stabs herself in the throat with it mm -hmm. in the middle of a conversation. There's another scene where a guy like is mowing his lawn and he lays, you know, like he just stops halfway, lays down in front oh. of a lawn mow and it runs him over. And... Despite the movie being terrible, it's like a perfect example of a movie where it feels like nobody was at the monitor, like watching performances or anything. Um, I think that concept is truly terrifying, and I don't know why. Um, well, I, th I think it comes from a sort of a that 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 feeling you get when you well it's two things one i mean the well who knows the science behind it but the 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 whenever someone's mind isn't uh, societally all there and they act erratically or violently or, or so, to cause self-harm, etc. Like those are a, a, adult relatable, terrifying moments that I can totally it's grounded see grounded in reality. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. and, and that's the, that's probably why now that's, I mean, I agree, but yeah. that also retains a lot of its mystery. I think for, for yeah, there's most no creature. People, yeah. It's hard to get around. I mean, like we are built just to keep going, if yeah. nothing else, right? And not just to keep going, but to make more of us often. You know I mean? <laughs> right. Or care for something that will Sometimes that will do stuff on. that would make us, right. but yeah. doesn't. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's like Never on water but this, <laughs> That cuts against all of it. Um, and, and there's like the added, especially in The Happening, there's the added, like, you no longer control your own mind right. and your own impulses. Um, so yeah, I can totally see why that why that specifically would. would yeah, I think as a, as an adult, that's the one thing that I like. Whenever I hear of a movie that's kind of about that, or if that's happening in a movie, I get uh, that that genuinely. If is that's me. happening, if that's happening, oh. that was the happening. Uh, I still can't do gore, but specifically, I can't do like torture. I right. can't yeah. watch someone be tortured, and I, uh, as an adult, I've learned that I'm what's called an empath. So, like, I am so empathetic that you just telling me about a time that you were hurt or telling me about something in a movie, it just physically makes me feel really uncomfortable. And I actually have a story from when Pat and I were first dating. We went and saw. Um, Saw. Saw. <laughs> There's a lot of it word was, puns. There's sorry. Been three so far. We went, it wasn't even the first one. It was like Saw 3. We That's went and saw really Saw high with gear. Patrick and his youngest brother. And I was in the movie for a smooth three minutes. And you, you bounced the fuck out? Three minutes. And I just said, like, give me the keys. I'm going to go. And Pat Wait. was like, you're going to leave? And I was like, yes, I have to leave. I cannot stay. This is fucking terrifying. I took the keys and I drove home and I, like, went home and hung out. And then Pat and his brother had to call me when they were done. And I came back and picked Wait, them up. Wait, he, he didn't? Join you like no. you didn't like leave the movie. He was like, "All right, bye." Oh no, we had been together for a minute. And was, I was like, "Here, take the keys." I, mean, just, just I need to, make to sure I need to see where back. this is. Going. I need to see how soft. No, three. he was so put out. He didn't care. He wasn't like, "Are you okay?" He was like, "God, okay, here." Like, how you like just giving me the keys, and I was so. Oh my god, I couldn't fair, stay. The first, the first minute of that movie is is like a clicking, uh, ticking clock, and then somebody's 
ribs like they're taking, are ripped open oh and his guts just like pile out of him. Right. So um, I think I, I see to, I see to a part where they were like pulling someone's fingernails off, and I was like, I <laughs> oh, you didn't even make it to that. Wait, no, so, I was wait, like, wait, I gotta here's go. Here's an interesting question. So that the the fingernails being ripped out thing. Oh, I of, feel like I can <laughs> feel it, and but my that, nails are very important to me. So like, don't even <laughs> fuck with that. Like, <laughs> like I can't play. But if you were watching that in the context of like like in the movie Syriana, George Clooney has that happen to him as a uh, part of like a. A torture sequence. No. Could, could you watch it in outside of a horror movie? No, I could not watch that in any movie. The, you would just be out. No, no, no. I can't. I mean, like, I wouldn't leave. Like, if it's just like one scene, but I think because Saw was like scene after scene after scene, and the whole thing was like dark and dank and blood and like just it was just so but gratuitous. you only know that from like the first 90 seconds of exactly it. and that was all i needed that was i know enough. there will be scene after scene after scene but, but I, I also see know that like, the premise of the film is yeah. like you know like you want to play a game yeah, and, and it's, it's like, ultra gory it's yeah. more gore than horror oh it's scary, god you know? it's so I, gross. I think the the thing about saw that's as interesting is like we're not seeing it because we want to like figure out where the story's going. We just want to see like how much fucked up shit they can do in one movie, right? Like, like what's yes. the weirdest thing they can do That's in this it. movie? And we're, well, I don't even, we don't have enough time to get into where does that come from? Right. Uh, what about you, Matt? What, just what scares what, what, me what currently? What actually scares you now? Well, we, we, had, we, we had this, yeah, we had this conversation about like sort of what our, our no-go films would be like. If there's something like, oh, like in this movie, there's A, B, and C. And you're like, sees it? No, fuck it. Like I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> so it's clearly torture for Fran. Yeah, torture. torture. Uh, I would say, let's just get gross. Uh, anything along the lines of like a human centipede-esque, just oh, sort of like. Oh, when, oh, there's no. only one human yeah. centipede. No, no, no. But it's there's, not a, there's genre. a ton of, there's a ton of like, just like, almost like, um, well, actually there's three of them now. There's but three like, of that's them. the specific movie. So wait, you want to see. wait, side note. Can you now not listen to any music that talks about like eating buttholes? Cause I feel like that's a huge genre a, of no, 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 music. The, the, there's like so many songs that are like, eat the booty like groceries. Matt's like, no, no. As long as, as long as the song does not reference sewing someone's lips around the asshole, I'm good. It's, it's almost like, cause look, there's the scatological, uh, you know, the yeah, thing awful. of it, but there's also that, like, I get, you know what it might be more true to is sort of botched or purposely harmful medical procedures. Oh, right. And I, I love the like, show botched. I love, <laughs> I love the show botched. Yes. Like, I don't that know why. Is, that is actually frightening. But I think it falls, <laughs> true. it falls you. into like that thing. that's like, oh shit. Like you're going to get knocked out and have uh, something fixed. And then they amputate your leg and you're like, fuck, like that's oh, a yeah. thing. A clerical yeah. error in that regard terrifies me. <laughs> so you're afraid of health insurance premiums. I'm afraid, <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Uh, but no, I think that sort of, that sort of is mine. I uh, oh. just, wow. Patrick, we, we, so we kind of know France and, and Matt's. What's your no-go? Uh, it's, it's gore. It's gore. Wait it's a minute. Wait a minute. No, you watch that yeah, stuff though. It's just gore driven. I mean, I saw, I went and saw saw three or whatever it was yeah. with my brother but that was like a that was another bonding moment um <laughs> you can see i'm a so very healthy i individual. like your family yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um but but yeah but the general gore stuff after that i was like i'm done with saw i'm done with all this stuff i don't watch the slashers i don't watch the chainsaw movies i don't watch um rob zombies stuff anymore because they because he made it clear that all he wants to do is cut people up and like reform them in weird shapes yeah. <laughs> and it was just disgusting i don't think but to me, it's not because it's it's not because I don't I, I, I can't stand it. It's because I don't actually find that scary. 
Right. I think I think to be scary, it has to it has to have some psychological element. And for me, the gore just doesn't do it. It's just disgusting. Right. Um, and then and then it becomes very um, it becomes it becomes a disturbing sense of entertainment when you're not scared by it, but you still want to see it. So right. I'm glad I'm just like, no, that's not for me. Okay. Um, what is scary for me? I, you know, I don't think I can be, I, I can't. You can't be scared. I can't be frightened I think anymore. the challenge has been laid I out. I can do one thing, though. Challenge accepted. I can do one thing, and that is I can watch horror movies until I fall asleep. Oh, and God. have dreams that are actually terrifying. Oh, I mean, Really terrifying. So you're giving notes. You're giving subconscious yeah. notes. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I do this. He all does the time. this on purpose, though, <laughs> because it was really. There was. We were having dinner one time, and he was like, "Oh God, I'm so tired. I had a terrible time sleeping last night." So of course, I'm trying to give him advice, like, "Oh, if you try like the little lavender sachet in your like little <laughs> pillow, or like you know, you take there's like herbs that you can take that help you." And, and all of a sudden, he's thinking about the lavender killer. Or no. Something like that. Well, then he says like, "Oh no, I had like really bad nightmares." I'm like, "Oh, well, maybe it was something that you." eight and he's like no it's um the book that i'm reading and so my response is well then don't read that book and patrick's like no but i want like i want the nightmare so i read the book before i, I go to bed I so read, i'll have those are the best horror movies i read i'll read horror until i fall i read something until i fall asleep every night and it's frequently some sort of horror novel um or sci-fi but but often horror and so if weird you fall asleep reading this stuff you can have, the, I've literally woken up screaming. Um, <laughs> but you love it. But yeah. it was awesome because it's the only way I can get that that terrified feeling that I used to get when I was. You sound like a drug addict. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. It sounds like you're literally chasing the dragon right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> you, put a, you put a rope around your neck. But you'll never you catch the it. Book while you go to sleep <laughs> and then you die and then you come back. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, the last great adventure. Whatever. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Shit. I think. I think for me, uh, you know, becoming a parent now, like the, <laughs> like seeing kids in danger, like really, it gets me in a way that that it didn't used to. You know, like where, like in the beginning of it, uh, little Georgie in his like yellow, yellow uh, slicker, slicker and galoshes gets his arm ripped off. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Not alert. funny, by the way. But, but like the thing, like the thing that's burned into my memory is him crawling away and like no one being there to help him. And then like, and the really long arm just coming out of the sewer. Yeah. yeah, The really long clown arm coming out of the sewer. Um, I think that's, it's not a no go. Cause the the other side of it is like, I'm a filmmaker. I I think film should be able to do anything artistically that they want to do. And I think if someone has a reason to do something, you should You'll do it. So, which is why I'm not a, I'm not, you know, opposed to gore or anything like that. But like, for example, there's a, there's a film that I've, I've read about and I kind of want to, like, I think I would have oh, not this a, one. a Serbian film. It's yeah. called a Serbian film. <laughs> and, it's, and it's a, it's a horror movie about a guy and someone write us in it only movie podcast and tell me if I've got this wrong about a guy who, who gets enlisted to be part of a porno movie and they start like challenging him to do more and more fucked up things. And it gets really, really disturbing. And I think it, Oh yeah. At some yeah, point. That, that doesn't yeah, yeah, like, like, but when I read the synopsis, I, you know, like, again, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm willing to try anything. But when I read the synopsis of that film, I was like, I don't need this in my life. I don't, I don't, I don't need to see this. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I also really hate how many horror films like throw in a sexual element. Like yeah. why is there like go, the girl always gets killed with like her boobs out or like they're in the middle of having sex. And then like, that's when the killer comes. Like I 
really hate that yeah, about right. every horror movie. Society teaches us yeah. very messed up things uh, yeah. throughout, uh, well, in all of film, but in horror and in particular. And you could argue that's a real problem with horror movies is like it's- It's, it's like the sexualization yeah. like, plus the gore. It's yeah. very strange. So, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, and then there's films that sort of deconstruct. I don't know how many people uh, have seen uh, Cabin in the Woods, uh, but there's films that sort of deconstruct that and like at least take that shitty trope and, oh, and, like and, make, and make flip it on its head, explain not only sort of uh, why it's happening in the film, but also why, uh, with lack of a better term, that you, uh, for Cabin in the Woods, there are old, there are old creatures, old gods that need to be appeased, and that and they, every country has its own horror myths that it has to do to appease these gods and sacrifice young people to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this one, there's a there's a beautiful metatextual scene when I believe Chris Hemsworth and a young lady are in the woods and they're like pumping pheromones into the woods to like, like make, make them, because yeah. the, there has to be. Um, Nobody wants someone, to sleep with Chris Hemsworth. No, no, no. You really need to drug someone <laughs> to do that. Uh, and basically, because one of the people that has to die is someone that's promiscuous, and then uh, a person in like the control room goes, D- "Is this really necessary? Like, do they really have to do it?" And one of the characters goes, "You know who's watching, kid." And when he does it, his eye line is very close to like staring dead into camera because it's it's basically a no. a commentary on the audience being like the that's audience expects this now. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's just it's a that's a, I kind of went off on a tangent. No, but. no. I think I, I mean my my I think to to wrap us out. I was going to uh, uh, before we do that real quick. I just have a question. Does anyone in the audience have a horror film that they have a small, quick story about uh, that that scared them or just just a, a sentence on why they saw it or when? Anybody? Anyone? I I will bribe you. There is something. If you speak right now, you get a free thing. (laughs) Okay. There we go. Just talk loud. Okay. So uh, when I went to college, I met my boyfriend Brendan. Woo! Yay, Brendan. (laughs) <laughs> I like that that's terrifying. Yeah. And he After the show, I have the scariest movie for you ever, Ernest Scared Stupid. Not off VHS. You deserve the prize because you didn't land one with him. That's all I'm saying. What? Wow. <laughs> Look at you zinging. Uh, I think we have to wrap have it to up. We have to wrap this up. Well, before, like, let's just uh, go out on one film that we think uh, people in the audience or people listening in should watch if they want to be scared. Or if you, or just something that you think is in that plays in this genre that you think is worth their time now, the really witch. worth their time. The witch. Yeah. Mm. You guys seen the witch? Oh, oh. watch oh. it. One, uh, of the, one of the few things that's been made recently that's really well worth your time. Yeah. The descent. Oh. Yeah. I thought that was really. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Uh, I would say it, like I said before, or if you want something that's less uh, supernatural and more terrifying in real life, Green Room. 
the film Green Room uh, with Sir Patrick Stewart is terrifying uh, in a different way. You guys suck because I was going to do The Witch or The Descent. So. <gasps> yes! Oh, that makes me really good. Of, those movies are fantastic. I don't know what, what else is on the list. Like, the, the last film I saw that genuinely had me shaking in my boots a little bit was not Ernest Scared Stupid. Uh, it's a movie <laughs> that, again, I wouldn't recommend anyone seeing unless I really knew you. Um, but it's a, it's a movie called Irreversible by Gaspar Noe. I don't know if anyone's seen that movie. It's got Monica Bellucci in it. It's kind of a memento-esque story, okay. which is that it's told backwards about a single night in Paris, which uh, which goes terribly, terribly, terribly wrong. And it and it uh, it is one of the few film, few experiences where I felt the 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 blood drain from my face as, as a scene was unfolding. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's worth watching, but you guys took my movie. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We put you in a hard spot. Well, uh, Thank you, everybody, for coming. This has been the only podcast about movies specifically. Uh, well, we called it an intellectual analysis of scary shit in the big screen. I don't know if we were intellectual. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Fred, Patrick, take a stab at it. thank you so oh, much for coming oh, on. Oh, taking a stab. Yeah. Where, where can folks find more of your loveliness and insight? Uh, we host a, po- a podcast for Brick Radio called Last Name Basis. Fantastic podcast. You can find yes. us on iTunes and SoundCloud, and we've also got clips on YouTube. Oh, nice. And, and, and you, you might see us. On oh, don't yes. promo us on their thing. We, Look, we just did a Halloween it. episode uh, with these hilarious, awesome guys. So, yeah. And uh, our website is lastnamebasis.com. Awesome. And uh, yeah, you can find us at um, onlymoviepodcast.com or onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. You can email us in, onlymoviepod on Twitter. Um, Write us in and tell us what you think. Well, what, what are the horror movies worth time? And I think, you know, what I would love to, uh, to, to, to have are films that I don't know about. Or having, yeah, obscure having, stuff yeah. I think would be fun. So if anyone listening at home or after the show wants to tell us something uh, weird to watch, please do. Um, thank yeah. you guys thank so, you so much, much for coming, coming out. out to our first New York City Live show. And uh, thank you again, Brandon Patrick, and we will see you next week. Yay. Bye. Bye. Bye.